and welcome to week eight, the go-home show before month two of the pay-per-views presented by the Pie Bomb Wrestling Federation. Hope you are enjoying this, hanging out with us. My name is Chris Belcher. I'm your phenomenal host. Follow me at ChrisBelcher24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Show is at PBW Podcast. This is our fantasy booking show presented to you by us, of course, the guys of the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy York, the young bug. Andy, we are quickly approaching our second pay-per-view. Yep. I'm pumped, man. The go-home shows are my favorite shows to book. Because it's just pure mayhem all the time. I feel like my show is always pure mayhem, but this one it is, is appropriately named. Yeah, but like the last make go home show was made like chaos. This one's going to be just as chaotic. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And to control all of this chaos, as if you could control it, <laughs> is the man of the gorilla position, Mr. Brad Beal, with the fast fingers over there. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that on the last show. Oh, yeah. You had me cheering and booing and like back and forth, back and forth. I had to do it. It's great. It's yeah. awesome, man. How's yeah. it going? It's good, man. It's good. I, I Every week. Is uh, your brain rattled? A little bit, yeah. When it, get, when it gets to... Okay, next week's show is going to suck because this week's was so good. You guys haven't let me down yet. So uh, I'm hoping this ain't the week. So, you know what I'm saying? You jinxed it. Both shows are going to take. Your go-home shows are going to be. We're just going to hear booze the whole whole time. It's going to be Royal Rumble 2015 all over again. (laughs) Is that the one with Sting? No, that's the one with Roman and Uh, The Rock. Oh, got it. Uh, No, but. Seriously, every week I'm like, man, it, it can't get much better than that. And every week you guys deliver. So I'm just, I'm literally just sitting here enjoying what you're doing. So I'm And if you guys here. are enjoying what we're doing, again, at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, let us know what you like, what you don't like. It's the best way for us to know if you're digging what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, give us that five-star review wherever you find your podcast and hit that subscribe button. My goodness. This show is audio only. So wherever you find your podcast, every Thursday you can catch our current product show on the Bodyslam.net YouTube channel and all that kind of fun stuff. But audio only for the PBWF. Let's quickly run down our recaps for week seven. Uh, Andy, I'll let you go first. What you got? So my week seven was main evented by Kevin Owens and MJF for the Pure Wrestling Championship where Kevin Owens walked away with the new, as the new Pure Wrestling Champion Mm. with a little help from... Seth Rollins and Triple H. Is he a part of revision? Is he not? I don't know. We'll have to find out, won't we'll we? See. Um Becky Lynch and Asuka set up a uh submission match for their uh Mayhem Championship women's championship at Addicted to Chaos. Mick Foley was announced as the special guest referee for Adam Page and John Moxley's Texas death match, as well as um the number one contender. It's it's a number one contender's match as well for the world championship. Um, and Brock Lesnar made his PBWF debut, almost getting beat by Sami Zayn in like 10 seconds, but whipped it around and picked up the win. And I'll see him punk versus Brock Lesnar is a no holds barred match at addicted to chaos. Amazing. And amazing. One more thing. And the bucks are the number one contender. They face. No one cares. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone but me. Why why did the new day not win that match? Like yes. I, that, that's I not, have reasons. Why. That's not me knocking the bucks. Though. No, that was like I want to see the new day in FTR. Yeah, you'll see it at some point. Trust okay. me. All right. Uh, and me. hey, to be fair, I've never heard Chris say that. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's how much he hates the young bucks. Says he put the new. Yeah, day yeah. Over. He's like, he's like, guys, the new day. Come on. <laughs> oh, and Big E returned. Yes, Big yeah. To make the save. So. All right, over on the Revolution side, Britt Baker punches her ticket to face Shayna Baszler one on one at yes. Battle Lines. Uh, we see lots of matches get set up for battle lines, including a six-man tag, the major players, Brian, Matt, and Smartmark against Edge and Christian and a partner to be named later. We also saw, uh, finding out tonight, the tag team titles will be on the line. The Good Brothers will challenge the Undisputed Era. We saw last week Randy Orton challenge The Miz to a bull rope match at battle lines. Yep. And then, in an incredible main event match of the year category, AJ Styles. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. AJ Styles <laughs> suffering defeat. The new Intercontinental Champion is Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa waiting in the wings. What is going on? Re- hey, that's really interesting. I didn't comment on that last week, but you guys both did a title change right before your pay-per-view. Yep. Wait, Interesting. Yeah. Part of the reason is because I don't have enough room on my card for, <laughs> for another title match. I was like, hey, let's throw it on TV. Let's do it. No, I love it. That's a, it's very WCW. It, you got to keep it interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like it. Yeah, um, there's. I'll say this, and you'll hear this in this episode, at least from my show. My pay per view focuses on more than just championships, right? So it really, like, like Andy said, we got to get them on there somehow. Yeah, and there's gonna be, there might be some championships trickle into the, to the show. We'll see, but yeah. the main focus is not championships. And I like to have one title that's like. Hopped Television. around oh, well, yeah, from yeah. person to person a little bit. Because, like, you know, maybe my world title never changes hands. Who knows? Right. Well, I <laughs> mean, and you look, you got Roman Reigns, who if you're watching the current product now, rarely defends Murders on TV. everyone. And he doesn't defend the title on <laughs> TV no, either. No. So, like, my world title may not ever get defended on TV. Right. right. So I want to make sure that yeah. maybe the title doesn't hop around, right. but we get title matches on TV. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. I just hadn't noticed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was just pointing it out, guys. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, I, I, I didn't even realize the fact that we did it the same week. Like, the yeah. same week. In we the main like, event. Hey, let's change the titles on the yeah, main yeah. event. Yeah. All right, fellas. Week Woo. number eight, the go home before battle lines and addicted to chaos. I have the luxury of going first. <laughs> See what happens. Let's do it. Are you ready? Yes, sir. 30 minutes on the clock. After your video package. Here we go. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Revolution. I am Tom Hannafin, joined at ringside by Corey Graves and the Hall of Famer JBL. We are counting down the days until next week's Battle Lines pay-per-view featuring War Games. But before we get there, the tag team titles will be on the line tonight. The Undisputed Era against the Good Brothers, as well as our first Intercontinental Championship Contenders match. But kicking off the show is our general manager, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin grabs the mic before he can even speak, though. Shock the system. All right. Here comes Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and the aforementioned Tag Team Champions. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, it's the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole grabs the mic and he says, Austin, you've got no right to put my boys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Austin, you have no right to put my boys in a match defending their titles this close to war games. Austin says, no right, huh? Well, I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, I'm the general manager around here. And while I may not be able to keep everything under control, I still call the shots. And that match is still going to take place tonight. But speaking of war games, your opponents still haven't revealed their fourth member yet. So I'd like to call them out here to see what we can get figured out. Asking you shall receive. Here comes Gallows, Anderson, and Styles, the club. No fourth man, but they are smiling ear to ear. Austin says, all right, boys, the time for talking is over. Either you're going to tell us who the fourth man is, or you're going to walk into war games with only three. Which is it going to be? AJ Styles has a microphone, and he says, oh, oh, not to worry. Don't worry. We certainly have a fourth man. Here he comes. Silence. Anticipation builds. The lights go out. Wrestling has more than one royal family. What? What? 
It can't be. It can't be. Is it? That pyro can mean only one thing. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, has arrived in revolution. He too sweets the other club members. And Austin says, well, I guess you guys heard my little deal with Regal through the grapevine. And that's just fine. Cody, I know you'll be much happier with how you're used on this show versus the other show. So how about a warm-up match tonight against mm, Roddy Strong? Yeah, that's a good idea. What a bombshell to begin revolution. Cody Rhodes has been traded to the revolution brand. The club has a fourth man, but we're going to see him and Roddy Strong one-on-one when we come back from commercial break. Fantastic matchup choice, by the way. The bell sounds fantastic. Hold on, hold on. Never mind. No, go ahead. What? Didn't he just debut in Mayhem? (laughs) He was there. I drafted him. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. But But he just came out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. Yeah, he fought fought John Moxley. (laughs) So, so yes. I love it. In the middle of the show, the trade is official. It's just like an open door. (laughs) It's like a portal between the two. The forbidden door. There it is. Finn Balor for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I love it. The deal is done. I love it. All right, segment two. Here we go. Bell sounds. We are underway. Ladies and gentlemen, this is incredible. Not only is Cody Rhodes now part of the Revolution roster, we are seeing Cody's final match on the infamous list he created when he left WWE in 2016. Roddy Strong is the man that eluded him for so long, but we're bringing it to you right here live on Revolution. Traditional lockup. Roddy with the headlock shoots Cody, or sorry, Cody shoots him off the ropes. Drop down, leapfrog. Cody catches Roddy with a hip toss, followed by a drop kick and another one. Roddy staggers up. Cody drops down. That signature punch with Cody laying on the mat. Roddy Strong is staggering around. Cody springboard off the middle rope, looking for the disaster kick. Roddy catches him in midair, turns it into a devastating backbreaker. Roddy Strong throws Cody to the outside, picks him up again, rams him back first into the ring post, and then back first into the railing on the outside, then back to the ring post. After starting off strong, Cody Rhodes is in a bad way as we head to commercial break. We are back. Commercial bake. Commercial bake. Back baker. Woo! (laughs) We are back. We're the tail end of this match. Roddy has looked strong throughout the commercial break, but Cody Rhodes is mounting a big comeback with a crowd behind him. Hits a jab. 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 He winds up for the big elbow. Roddy ducks. Roddy hits a huge rolling elbow strike, really staggering Cody. Roddy whips Cody to the buckle. Cody scales the buckle. Springboard looking for the Cody cutter. Roddy catches him again. Olympic slam. Cover one. Two, a shoulder up by Cody Rhodes. Roddy puts Cody on his shoulders. Fireman's carry position. Hits the double knee gut buster. He calls that death by Roderick. Pins Cody. One, two, a foot on the rope by Cody Rhodes. What great ring awareness by the American Nightmare. Roddy visibly frustrated. He yells into the camera, and he says, that's it. Looks like he's going for that end of heartache move. Roddy hooks Cody for the suplex, lifts him up. Cody counters, goes behind. He still has Roddy hooked. Crossroads. Cody doesn't let go, hits a second crossroads. And, of course, a third crossroads. The cover of the count, one, two, three. That's it. Cody Rhodes gets a big win in his debut match here on Revolution. Cannot wait to see more of the American Nightmare on our show. Commercial break. Before the pyro shoots off again. I have a non-pyro version. (laughs) I have a pyro version and a non-pyro version. We are back. It is time for women's tag team action. On their way to the ring, the Poison Pixies. Candice LeRae and Alexa Bliss. And their opponents, 
team that was put together, certainly not by choice. First out, the number one contender for the women's championship, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Her partner is her opponent at Battle Lines, the Revolution Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. Now, we've said this before. This match was made after the attack by Alexa and Candice last week. So we'll have to see how the strategy is, what, what, what the strategy is, how it shakes out for all four women. Bell sounds here. Not much discussion between Britt and Shayna. Britt volunteers to start. Shayna obliges. She's in there with Candice LeRae. Locks up, uses her power to shove Candice to the ground. Candice gets up. Britt tries to lock up. Candice with a go-behind. Takes Britt down by her ankles. Going for the Mrs. Gargano escape. But Britt quickly rolls to the ropes to break the hold. A few minutes go by. Alexa and Shayna are in the ring now. Shayna shoots Alexa off the ropes. Alexa dives. Going for a Luthez press. Shayna catches her. Hits an exploder suplex. Alexa is down. Shayna raises her arm a bit. Turns it, oh no, she turns it over. She stomps on Alexa Bliss's arm. My goodness, Alexa's arm could be broken. Wait, the camera zooms in. Alexa's arm should not be bending that way. Medical personnel are coming in to tend to Alexa Bliss. We have to take a commercial break. Love that. Love that callback. We are back, and we saw during the commercial break, Alexa Bliss was not, in fact, injured. She was faking the injury. <laughs> she tried to get a quick win on the champ, but that didn't happen. However, Shayna did tag Britt Baker in, and Alexa is firmly in control of this match. Alexa tags Candace in. They're really cutting the ring off from Baszler here. Candace sits Britt up on the top turnbuckle. Kansas, Candace, not Kansas, Candace climbs up to meet her from the second rope. She hits Miss LeRae's wild ride, that devastating swinging neck breaker, covers Britt Baker, one, two, but Shayna Baszler in to make the save. Very surprised that happened, but the match is going to continue. Here we go. Britt's still down. Alexa gets tagged in, going for twisted blitz off the top rope, but Britt Baker rolls out of the way, crash and burn. Britt makes the tag to Shayna Baszler. Here she comes, tossing Alexa Bliss around. Alexa somehow tags Candace in. She comes in, suffers the same fate, just getting tossed around, vicious strikes from the Queen of Spades. Candace trying to use her quickness, tries to get away, springboards off the rope, but she gets caught in the Carafuda clutch. Blind tag, though, by Britt Baker. Baszler has no idea. She takes Candace down. Candace is tapping out, but instead of calling for the bell, the ref starts counting Baszler out, telling her to get out of the ring. She is thoroughly confused. She gets up. Britt Baker walks in and just smiles, takes out the black glove, She's going for the lockjaw, but from behind, Baszler gets the women's championship and hits Britt in the back of the head with the championship. She did not like that blind tag, and she wanted Britt Baker to know it. My goodness, the referee is thoroughly confused. He can't really call for disqualification because they're on the same team. Candice LeRae drapes an arm over Britt Baker. One, two, three. The Poison Pixies with a turn of events, stealing this win. Shayna Baszler doesn't care. She is just pounding on Britt Baker. Locks in the Kirafuda clutch. The referees come to try to break this up, but she will not let go. Finally, she does. The women's champion showing her dominance ahead of her title defense at Battle Lines. Commercial break. That was crazy. Ooh. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. I love that. Like, I can't just Can I just? Right. <laughs> we come back. We're in Steve Austin's office, and there's a knock at the door, and in walks Matt Cardona. Thank you. <laughs> Steve says, Steve says, ah, oh, I see you learned to knock, son. Yes, sir, Matt says. He says, Steve, when are we going to find out who the third man is for Edge's team. We're supposed to find out tonight. We need to strategize. Austin tells Matt that he's going to find out tonight whenever everybody else does. Then Matt asked Steve about the conversation they had a few weeks back, and Steve said, Matt, I haven't forgotten about it. Let's get through battle lines, and then we'll talk about it, okay? Matt agrees. He walks off, but what in the world could they be talking about? And why is Steve Austin in cahoots with Matt Cardona? 
We cut to the ring. Already in the ring is Cameron Grimes. He is ready for singles action. Here comes the Miz. Flanked by the entire Miz Tourage, including Maurice. And this is actually the Miz's debut match here on Revolution. The bell sounds. We are underway. Miz and Grimes and lock up. Miz pushes him to the corner. Ref calls for a clean break. But Miz slaps Grimes across the face. What a show of disrespect. They go to lock up again. But Miz, thumb to the eye of Cameron Grimes. Quick kick to the knee, followed by that signature Miz DDT. He sets Grimes up, and he starts with the it kicks. He hits a few, measures him for the last one, but of course he never hits the last one. Grimes ducks, rolls Miz up, one, two, kick out. Grimes charges in, huge drop kick by the Miz. Miz picks Grimes up, gets him in position, and hits the skull-crushing finale. The pin, one, two, but Miz pulls Grimes' head up. What is he doing? He's just slapping him in the head. He's toying with the youngster here. Miz picks him up again. Another skull-crushing finale. The Miz and the Miztourage, they're just gloating at this point. Miz wastes too much time, though, as he goes to cover Grimes. Grimes rolls him up. One, two, the kick out by the Miz. Miz charges at Cameron Grimes. Grimes hits the cave in. What a move from out of nowhere. But before Grimes can recover, he turns around. RKO. Randy Orton from out of nowhere hits an RKO. The referee looks confused, but he calls for the bell. This one is over. It's a DQ. We hear Mike Rome say, here is your winner. By disqualification, Cameron Grimes. Randy Orton escapes through the crowd. The Miz Taraj are after him. He's got a huge smile on his face. He has cost the Miz the matchup. Yes, he hit Cameron Grimes, but Miz got disqualified. What mind games by Randy Orton. Commercial break. Nice. (laughs) All right, I was confused too. I like it. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time for our first Intercontinental Championship Contenders match. Steve Austin said he promised this. When he brought the title back, we were going to fight to see who gets the shot. You're going to have to earn the shot at the workers' title, the Intercontinental title. Here we go. The winner of this match will go on to face Johnny Gargano at Battle Lines for the championship. I'm here to show the world. I'm here. All right, here comes a very formidable opponent, a former Intercontinental Champion in his own right, Dolph Ziggler. Who is his opponent going to be? Oh, man. This could get interesting. Tommaso Ciampa, Gargano's former tag team partner. The bell sounds. I am getting word that apparently Tommaso Ciampa requested this match. We saw him watching on a monitor last week, and it looks like that uh, he may get a shot at Johnny Gargano. We'll see what happens. Not sure what the deal is. Ciampa very aggressive here to start off. He's trying to put Ziggler away early. Ziggler using that ring IQ to stay away from Ciampa, though. Ciampa charges in, goes for a running knee. Ziggler gets out of the way, hits a zigzag. One, two, kick out by Champa. A few minutes go by. Ziggler is in control, but here comes Champa. Huge chops to the chest of Ziggler. Shoots Ziggler off the ropes, throws him into the air, almost like throwing him up for a 1D, but he catches him on the way down. Huge knee strike to the face. A devastating move by Tommaso Champa. Champa puts Dolph in position, going for that fairy tale ending, and he hits it. Fairy tale ending. That's it. One. Two, shoulder up by Dolph Ziggler. Champa puts Dolph on the apron, going for the Willow's Bell, but Dolph counters, sunset flip, one, two, kick out. Dolph goes for a super kick, Tommaso Champa ducks, kick to the gut, going for Project Champa, but he lifts Dolph up in a powerbomb position, Dolph counters, he rolls behind, he rolls up Champa, grabs the tights, one, two, three. Dolph Ziggler has stolen this win from Tommaso Ciampa. Dolph Ziggler is headed to battle lines. 
to face Johnny Gargano for the Intercontinental Championship. Wow. Oh, Andy's face. Andy's face says it all. Commercial break. Between Ziggler and Jarrett, I am highly confused right now. Hey, everyone listening to the podcast right now, what do you think of Andy's face? <laughs> I'm glad that I can shock you all. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Swing him out. I don't me. not like it. I just... <laughs> I don't know where Again, it, what's, what's not going even on. on my radar. What's <laughs> right. going on? Just see how it plays out. I know. Oh, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. your battle lines, like the 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 matches, Johnny Gargano and Dolph Ziggler, a <laughs> former like six time Intercontinental Champion. I love Dolph Ziggler. I, it's just not what I saw. No, you know what I'm saying. Like when I hear that match, I'm going okay. <laughs> All right, we got it. anyway. Here we continue, go. my man. We are back in segment eight, and we are going to hear from the challenger and the champion ahead of the World Heavyweight Championship match at Battle Lines. We see a video promo, very much looks like a promo from the 90s, a very studio promo, dark lit. In the shot, we see the Usos, Paul Heyman, the World Heavyweight Championship, World Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns. Roman says, you know, Paul, when I won this title, the last person I or anybody else expected to come try and take this title from me was a washed-up has-been like Jeff Jarrett. I mean, Paul, the only thing people remember him for was taking his ball and going home when he didn't feel like he was getting his push. And then he did it again. And Paul, later on in life, he still wasn't getting pushed. So he had to create his own promotion just so he could become (laughs) world champion. Oh, wow. Jeff, I got news for you. That's all going to change. People might only remember you for being a knockoff singing cowboy from the 90s. But I'm gonna make you make them remember you for being the first in a long line of victims for the world heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns. Jeff, acknowledge me. <laughs> then we cut to a similar promo style set. We see Jeff Jarrett. Roman, just when you think you got all the answers, ha <laughs> I changed the questions, pal. You're right. I was the last person that you expected to see coming into your territory trying to take your title from you. But, Roman, I'm done singing. I'm done dancing. and You won't be seeing that cowboy from the 90s. You're going to see the chosen one, the last outlaw. You're going to face a Jeff Jarrett like you've never seen before. Why? <laughs> because I am that great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard from them what a championship match it's going to be at Battle Lines. Coming up next week, Roman Reigns defends the World Heavyweight Championship against Jeff Jarrett. And also at the pay-per-view, Dolph Ziggler, we just learned, will challenge Johnny Gargano for the Intercontinental Championship. Dr. Britt Baker will challenge for the Women's Championship against the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. We will also see in a bull rope match, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, Randy Orton versus The Miz. The major players, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Smart Mark Sterling will take on Edge Christian and a partner that we hope to find out soon. And then, of course, in war games, the Undisputed Era will face AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Cody Rhodes. Speaking of the club, here come the Good Brothers. The tag team titles will be on the line next. We are back here in Seg 9. It's time for the tag titles to be decided. Undisputed Era make their entrance. Here we go. The bell sounds. As soon as the bell rings, Kyle O'Reilly goes the outside of the ring, and he begins to head up to the ramp. They're gonna, they want to take a count-out loss here. <laughs> Steve Austin appears on the ramp, has a mic. He says, no, 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 no. This is not how it's going to work. If the champs get themselves counted out or disqualified, they will automatically lose the belts here tonight. Kyle O'Reilly, of course, runs back into the ring. Doesn't want that to happen. He runs right into a magic killer. That's it. The cover one, two, but Fish in to make the save last second. We almost had new champs right there. Anderson shoots O'Reilly off. But O'Reilly holds on to the ropes. Anderson charges in. Huge Foley-style clothesline. Both men crash into the floor as we head to commercial break. 
We are back towards the end of this match. Luke Gallows and Bobby Fish are the legal men struggling to make it to their feet. Start trading blows back and forth. Gallows shoots Fish off the ropes, goes for a big boot, but he misses. Fish back off the other rope, and they knock heads. It's a double down. Here comes Adam Cole, though, to the ring. He starts to get up on the apron, but the, the ref, he gets in the ref's face. Kyle O'Reilly trying to wave him back. He doesn't want to get disqualified. The other side, though, Roddy Strong trying to sneak in. He gets caught. Cody Rhodes on the outside. Crossroads on the floor to Roddy Strong. AJ Styles coming in. He and Adam Cole start brawling. In the ring, a magic killer to Bobby Fish. Gallows going for the cover, but just like game on, Kyle O'Reilly comes in with the chair behind the ref's back. Hits Gallows with it. Reverses the pin, but as he's getting out of the ring, Carl Anderson slides in. He reverses the pin. Gallows is on top. One, two, three. That's it. Oh, my goodness. We have new tag team champions on Revolution ahead of battle lines. The Good Brothers have done it. What a sequence of events as we head to our final commercial break. Back-to-back weeks. (laughs) Title changes. We are back in our final segment. Here comes the major players. Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, Smart Mark Sterling, and Brian Myers. Edge grabs the mic. This is all right, all right. Or sorry, Cardona grabs the mic. This is all right, Edge. Christian, you made us wait long enough. It's not time to play games anymore. Let's get this over with. You think you know me. All right, here they come. Edge and Christian make their way out, but they they stop at the stage. They don't go any further than the stage. Cardona says, all right, who's it going to be? What jabroni do we have to take out next? Edge says, well, Matt, it's funny. He says, Matt, it's funny that you should ask that. I skipped a theme. Hang on here. It's funny you should ask that because we did have to go in our way back machine to find our partner. You know, I know we've screwed some people in the past. We've burned a lot of bridges. So we had to try to find somebody we can trust and that trusts us. we got a long history in this guy, with this guy, and he really, he's got to take Uh out some frustration here on this brand himself. He's very frustrated, so he was happy to be our tag team partner. What? Chris Jericho? Chris Jericho is the partner of Edge and Christian? What in the world? I gotta find my spot again. Hang on. All right. Cardona grabs the mic and he says, all right, real cute, real cute. We're not going to have a problem taking you three out of the pay-per-view. Edge says, I wasn't finished, Matt. Oh. He says, because you see, I had a conversation with Steve Austin before I came out here, and we decided to up the ante in this match. It's not going to be a four-on-four match. And, and Matt, you see, the three of us, we sort of got a, a Team Canada thing going on up here. So with that, we want Chelsea. The crowd's really confused. And Matt says, um, Edge? I, I know she's Canadian and all, and she fits your motif, but she's my wife. It's not going to work out too well. And it's just, no, Matt, no, 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 no. We don't want her on, their, on our team. We want her on your team. Because like we said, it is a four-on-four. Four. So you've got your four. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. What? It's time to rock and roll. Team Canada has just added Canada's greatest export. Trish Stratus has joined Edge, Christian, and Chris Jericho. What a match for this week coming up at Battle Lines. We will see you then. I seriously feel like I'm on an acid trip right now. What? First off, first off. I thought Jericho's spot was going to be Gangrel for a second. Of course. That's why I was freaking out. Trish Stratus? That's that's the reason I wrote that promo the way that I did, so that also, you would think it was Gangrel. When, I, when you mentioned the women, I was thinking it's either Beth or it's Lita. Yeah. Did not think it would be Trish. That was a good, that's a good wow. spot. That's incredible, that's man. That's a good shout. 
Wow. That's incredible. That's, that's kicking it. Uh, kicking it old school. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. Wow. Team Canada. Wow. Gosh. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a that's a that's a group of four. And Jeff Jarrett is in <laughs> the main event. What show are we watching? Are we in the nineties? <laughs> it's revolution, baby. Didn't you it. say something last week or a couple weeks ago about how? It was this blend of old school and yeah, new school. No, you sure. You've embraced the old yeah, school. Yeah, man. You're like, point. I'll take it and I'll run. I love it. I Gosh. love it. I love it because not because as a fan, I didn't I didn't even really watch those right. people in their heyday. I was right. in WCW and then once that tanked, I stopped watching. Sure. So I'm not even a fan of it as like, oh, my gosh, these people. I'm a fan of it because I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It's so unexpected. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I uh, Like, genuinely. And I'm glad, like, it's old part-timers, but it's not like Goldberg. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jeff Jarrett, who's like, okay, like, yeah. I don't hate Jarrett. It's just the most random thing in the world, but it, I love it. Like, it's fine. I, I really enjoy we'll it. see if he takes the belt off Roman. I may have some questions. <laughs> we, yeah, we may have some problems then, but. We'll have to see when that oh happens. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Man, what a show. Good Trish show. Stratus. How am I supposed to follow that? You're not. With mayhem. With mayhem. <laughs> You're not supposed to follow that. I halfway expected our truth to interrupt. Chris Jericho coming out. Mm. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> did you drop him? I did. Yeah, you did, yeah. Thank you for uh, giving Cameron Grimes a win too. That was uh, you're welcome. That was a big moment for me. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. I'm glad you enjoyed that. All right. All Woo! Right. As always, everybody can catch their breath here after a shocking. I thought I was going to run out of time, y'all. I really thought I was going to run out of time. I'd have given you a few minutes because we stopped you a couple times. Oh so yeah, we talked a you, lot. I'd have given We're you a couple the rails minutes. tonight. <laughs> it's totally okay. I like. I cut the tag team match a little bit short because I was like, I have to have time for this last to segment. do the last segment. It's yeah, the most I important be, segment. I may be in the same boat when we're done with this. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're getting Cody's shot back. at. Cody's back. Cody's back. Cody's Cody Rhodes, <laughs> dude. I so that's why because he he had just made an appearance on Mayhem a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I honestly had forgot you had drafted him. Yeah. Because he had just made an appearance, and so I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. What is? But dude, I mean, yeah, it's all, it's all crazy. <laughs> it's all crazy. But it's weirdly connected at the same time. Like it, I know, it's I'm like, so are these two different shows, <laughs> or are these like y'all eventually going to blend into one? You we know? are working together to make sure, like. That we don't screw each other over, because I could have yeah. been like in the in the DQ match. Cody Rhodes has a broken neck and he's out for right, right, but right. No, like the worst thing that's gonna happen is Steve Austin saying, "Well, Cody, we're gonna book you better than the other show did." Yeah, yeah, I'm offended by that, and <laughs> I don't have anything as a shot now. Yeah, we but were, I will find a shot back somewhere we, uh, in the script. I promise we you. We were working together. Yeah, we were. <laughs> now it's shots fired. That's the worst that's going to happen. I love it. All right, and I and I made that statement because. Cody only had the one or so appearance, and he... Yeah, he didn't win a single match. And he didn't win. He didn't win so I match. was like, okay, well, I, I think I can do that. Oh, man. All right. All, All right. right. Here we go. Mayhem. 30 minutes. 30 minutes on the clock for Mayhem. Here All we right. go. Woo. <laughs> the crack in the system. They paint me a villain. I'm back with a vengeance like I'm a god. I can't be defeated. I am the reason, I am the source, I got a legion, the battle is mine, the one to believe in, break down the walls, open the doors, it's hunting season, this is what I am, I'm causing mayhem, heaven to hell, freedom of jail, I will prevail, crush the head of a snake, I'm in the field, shopping your steel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mayhem. I am Michael Cole, joined by Pat McAfee and Wade Barrett. And in tonight's main event, Seth Rollins teams up with Kenny Omega to take on the team of Brian Danielson and Finn Balor. We've got a loaded show for you, but right now, let's send it up to the Hall of Famer.
Mick Foley limps his way down to the ring as he is this special guest referee for John Moxley and Adam Page's Texas Death Match next week at Addicted to Chaos. Mick Foley is standing in the ring. The crowd is cheering him on, giving him the love that he deserves. He looks around and he goes, bang, bang. <laughs> I am so happy to be right here in mayhem. Thumbs up. He says, oh, I've had my fair share of death matches in my career. And each and every one of them, my career was shortened. My body was broken more and more. Uh, I know that Paige and Mox are both seasoned vets, but don't mind getting and don't mind getting violent. But they need to understand. Oh, here comes Adam Hangman Page, who was not too happy about Mick Foley being the special guest referee. Page makes his way out to the ring, microphone in hand. He gets in the ring and he says, listen, Foley, I really don't care what you have to say. The only reason I'm out here is to tell you to stay out of my way. You've seen what I'm capable to do to someone like Mox. Just imagine what I'll do to a washed up, broken has-been like you. Here comes John Moxley out in the crowd. Security is still in front of him because remember, if they get physical, the match is completely thrown out and both men are fired from mayhem. Moxley has the microphone. He says, Paige, Paige, you are right. You have done a lot to me. Or you have a lot, you've done a lot of damage to me over the last couple of weeks. But do you know why it's going to be different at Addicted to Chaos? Because this time, you can't attack me from behind. You can't surprise attack me. You can't go anywhere or run from me. And I'm going to slowly break and destroy you. Paige, I'm going to make you regret everything you've done to me. And when the dust settles and the bell rings, I'll be the only one standing. And there is nothing you can do to stop me. John Moxley drops the mic and leaves the ring. Paige takes a step towards Foley, climbing in his face. He turns around to leave, but then he slaps Mick Foley across the face. Moxley jumps the barricade, slides into the ring. Paige powders out as we cut to commercial break. Did his tooth go flying? <laughs> it's both all of his teeth. Went <laughs> all of his teeth were flying. Okay. We come back from commercial break. And we have a video package that plays. There are four men silhouetted in suits. There's a distorted voice saying, Mayhem doesn't have the class and respect that it should for professional wrestling. We will bring prestige and honor back where it belongs. And we will see you real soon. What? Say yeah! Here comes FTR as the next matchup, our first matchup of the night. Dax Hardwood is taking on Nick Jackson as both these teams will face each other next week at Addicted to Chaos for the PBWF Tag Team Championships. Dax Hardwood is in the ring, and here comes his opponent. There are no Bucks. The Bucks are nowhere to be found. They're not. They're. They're not looking. FTR is looking towards the ring. But from behind, here come the Bucks. They jump. The, they jump the ring. They start attacking. They start beating up on both Dax and Cash. They finally get them separated. Dax is in his corner. Nick is in his corner. The referee rings the bell, and it is a back and forth match. Dax gets the upper hand by hitting a German suplex. Nick slowly sells up, and Dax clotheslines him over the top rope. Dax rolls out of the ring and follows him quickly. Slamming Nick through against the commentary table again and again. Nick has wobbly legs, and Dax nails Nick with a huge brain buster on the apron. He rolls Nick into the ring, covers him one, two. Nick kicks out. Dax goes after Nick but gets distracted by Matt Jackson jumping up on the apron. Dax turns, uh, turns back and eats a huge super kick from Nick, rolling out of the ring as we cut to commercial break. Segment three. Uh, we continue the match. Nick is in, is in full control at this point. He climbs to the top rope, goes for a swanton bomb, but Dax gets his knees up, taking out Nick. He slowly pulls himself back up. He rolls up Nick. One, two, kick out. Nick rolls up Dax. One, two, kick out. Dax kicks Nick in the gut, goes for the pedigree, but Nick gets out of it and nails him with a DDT. One, two, Dax gets the shoulder up again. 
Nick sets Dax up for a Canadian Destroyer, but Dax is able to break free, nailing him with a belly-to-back suplex. Nick slowly starts to sell up. Dax nails him with another Brain Buster, goes for the pedigree, but Nick gets out of it, hits him with a super kick, falls into the cover. One, two, three. Nick Jackson gets the win, and the Young Bucks are have the advantage heading into Addicted to Chaos after that matchup between Nick and Dax. <clears throat> a dream matchup for a lot of people. We're running it back. Again at Addicted to Chaos for the Tag Team Championships. We go backstage, and we see Renee Young is with Finn Balor and Brian Danielson. And Renee says, what are your plans tonight for the main event? Finn Balor says, plan? <laughs> we don't need a plan. We are facing two men with the biggest in, uh, egos in this industry. They won't be able to work together. Brian Danielson says, exactly. Kenny Omega can't get out of his own way, and as for the so-called visionary... He is going to learn tonight what he will learn at Addicted to Chaos. And that is when the American Dragon is focused, there is no one. And he looks at Finn and says, and I mean no one that is on my level. We cut back to the ring. And here comes a Brock Lesnar and Eric Bischoff that are not too happy about what CM Punk did last week. They make their way out to the ring. Brock is moving a little gingerly as we cut to commercial break. We come back from commercial break, and there is another video package that plays. Various clips of John Cena over the years. Confronting Angle, winning the WWE Championship, facing The Rock, facing CM Punk, etc., the final shot of Cena, the final shot is of Cena walking down the aisle. It fades to black, and all that pops up is in seven weeks. And we cut back to the ring. Brock is standing in the ring. Bischoff has a microphone. He says, one of the greatest in the ring. No, he says, one of the greatest of all time. John Cena will be here in seven weeks. And if you ask Cena who he is most afraid to fight, his answer is Brock Lesnar. There are only two men to absolutely manhandle Cena, and you are looking at one of them. Punk, you want Brock in a no-holds-barred match? You want to face this beast with no rules, no restrictions, no way out? You really are as stupid as you look. Brock will eat you alive, and there is nothing you can do about it. CM Punk makes his way out to the, apron, uh, to the stage area, microphone in hand. He's not going to get in the ring, but he says, Brock, Eric, thank you. Thank you because now you will have no excuse. You will have no excuse when your back is on the mat and I'm standing over you as the winner. You'll have no one to blame but yourself. Bischoff says, Punk, you won't get the chance to prove anything because the thing is, you won't even make it to Addicted to Chaos. Brock is going to rip you limb from limb and there is nothing you can do about it. Brock Lesnar steps, out of the apron, or steps onto the apron, jumps down, making his way up to Punk. Punk says, Bischoff, you are so predictable. And CM Punk pulls out a kendo stick from his pants. And he says, and I'm not the only one who wants some revenge. Bischoff and, and, and Brock look very confused. Bischoff turns around into a haluva kick from Sami Zayn. What is going on? Brock looks and turns. And from behind, uh, Punk cracks the kendo stick over Brock's head. Punk continues to lay in the shots. But Brock pushes him off towards the uh, entrance stage. Brock in pain, not really knowing where he's going. Takes off running towards Punk, but Punk dodges it, sending Brock crashing through the LED board. Sparks are flying. Yes. Brock is completely taken out. Yes. Punk's, Punk smiles, and he looks back towards the ring, walks down, grabs, uh, grabs two steel chairs under the ring, slides one to Sammy, and they take turns hitting Bischoff with the chairs back and forth, back and forth. Eric is hurting, but Punk takes Bischoff, stands him in the corner, Puts a steel chair across his face as Sami Zayn connects with a haluva kick. Punk and Bischoff, or Punk and uh, Sami Zayn celebrate in the ring as we cut to commercial break. This is Brad's favorite this show ever. It's maybe the greatest segment in wrestling <laughs> history. I figured you'd like that. We come back from segment five. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Also, is that a kendo stick in your pants or you just have a kendo? <laughs> it's from behind. Well, that's the worst. I mean, um, <laughs> Anyway, segment five. Um, medical personnel are in the ring checking on Bischoff. 
And on the stage, in the hole where Brock went through, you see a doctor come flying, like getting tossed out of the stage. <laughs> Brock comes back through kind of like a kaiju monster, looking mad. He is bleeding all over, and he just looks absolutely furious. We oh cut backstage to Renee Young standing with Seth Rollins. And she says, Seth, while you're in the main event tonight, I have to ask you about last week. Why did you get involved in the MJF-Kevin Owens match? Seth Rollins just laughs and says, Renee, look, Sometimes you have to scratch your friend's back. That's all it was. Kevin and I go way back. We both come from the same background, and I can see myself in Kev. That's why I helped him, and who knows? Maybe Kevin will return the favor soon. Making her way to the ring is the PBWF Women's Champion, Asuka. She will be in action against Ruby Soho right now. Asuka is looking to have a tune-up match before Addicted to Chaos, where she is facing Becky Lynch, and her opponent is Ruby Soho. Ruby makes her way out to the ring. This is a big opportunity for Ruby. If she can get the victory here over Asuka, she could have a future number one contenders match, or she could have a future championship match down the line at some point. The bell rings, and both women are looking at each other. They're getting ready to start. Wait a minute. We are just receiving word now. We are going to be joined by the man, Becky Lynch, on commentary when we come back from commercial break. All right, who's doing Becky Lynch? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Charms. You went straight Irish right away. I appreciate that. Was it Merida? I'll be shooting for the other Oh, my God. <laughs> we come back from commercial break. Segment six, Asuka is in complete control on Ruby. She is hitting German suplexes, brain buster, and a backstabber. She goes for the pin. One, two, Ruby kicks out. Asuka is picking up Ruby, but Ruby is able to push her through the ropes near Becky. Asuka and Becky are face-to-face, but when Asuka turns around, Ruby has jumped off the top rope and hits a huge crossbody onto Asuka. Becky begins to clap and laugh. Ruby rolls Asuka back in the ring, goes for the cover. One, two, Asuka kicks out. Ruby tries to hit the Soho kick, but Asuka is able to catch her foot and lock in the ankle lock. Becky jumps on the apron to distract her, but Ruby rolls through, pushing Asuka, or making Asuka knock Becky off the apron. But Asuka turns around into a Soho kick. One, two, Asuka kicks out the last second. Ruby can't believe it. She pulls Asuka up for a pile driver, but when she lifts Asuka, when she lifts Asuka up, Asuka is able to roll to the back and apply the Asuka lock. Ruby can't take the pain after a little bit and finally taps out. Asuka is your winner. But Becky comes in from behind, laying out Asuka. Becky puts, uh, puts in the disarmor, wrenching back on her arm. Ruby gets up, tries to stop Becky, but Becky plants her with the manhandle slam. And Becky just leaves Asuka in the ring as we cut to commercial break. Ooh. It's brutal. Becky! <laughs> Segment seven. We are backstage with Renee Young once again. She has had a very busy night, and she is standing by with Big E. Uh, Renee Young says, Big E, first off, welcome back. Why are you plan- what are you planning on doing on- at Mayhem? And Big E just says, well, Renee, I'm going to pick up where I left off. I'm, gonna- I'm going after the PBWF Mayhem World Championship. But for the time being, the New Day is officially back together. And as for Kenny and the Bucks, we're going to be watching you. And soon... We will make our move because new day rocks. New day rocks. And as they go out of this frame, Xavier Woods is playing the trombone as they go out. <laughs> Thank you. This is This is a grudge match in the making. Wardlow will finally have to answer for what he did to Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre is looking for blood after the heinous attack Wardlow did to him. He is walking out with Triple H. And here comes the Scottish psychopath, Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre doesn't even wait. He just marches to the ring. He slides in, and the bell rings, and these two men are just throwing hands as soon as the bell rings. They're trying to throw their weight around. Drew tries to suplex Wardlow, but Wardlow is able to block. Wardlow tries to go for the powerbomb, but Drew is able to block it and back body drop Wardlow. 
Drew gets on the attack, laying in shots. Wardlow tries to block, but Drew is raging out, just throwing punches and punches and punches. The referee finally gets in the middle and threatens the DQ Drew. Drew backs off, but then goes right after Wardlow, but Wardlow is able to grab him and throw him face first into the turnbuckle. Wardlow is now on the attack, throwing Drew with a beel toss across the ring. He continues to do that. He pulls Drew up and nails him with a belly-to-back suplex. Drew is able to roll to the outside of the ring, but Wardlow is quickly following after him. He grabs Drew and throws him into the guardrail, and then Wardlow picks him up and throws him into the barricade. Drew is in a bad way. Wardlow grabs him by the hair, drags him over to the announce table. He goes for the powerbomb through the announce table, but Drew is able to break away. He goes for a clothesline, but Wardlow catches him and belly-to-back suplexes him through the table as we cut to commercial break. Segment eight, we come back from commercial break. Wardlow is still in full control. Uh, he try, Drew tries to get back in the match by laying in the punch, uh, laying in punch after punch. Drew bounces off the ropes, but he gets caught with a huge spine buster. Wardlow doesn't even go for the pin, but instead pulls down on, uh, pulls down the straps on his singlet. He picks up Drew and plants him with a power bomb. He lifts him up and plants him with the second one. He goes for the third, but Drew gets out of it and connects with the Claymore. One, two, Wardlow kicks out at the very last second. We don't know many people that kick out of the Claymore. Drew cannot believe it. He gets in the corner, and he goes three, two, one, runs toward, runs toward Wardlow. That's hard to say. Um, <laughs> but in mid-Claymore, he catches him with another powerbomb, pins him one, two, three. Wardlow wins. Beat Drew McIntyre definitively, and Triple H is very happy. Drew McIntyre rolls out of the ring. Triple H has a microphone in his hand, and he says, I told everyone from day one that Wardlow and the rest of Revision was going to run this place. Wardlow has destroyed more people on the roster than anyone else. Seth Rollins is the world champion. FTR are the tag champions, and there is no one close to our level. So you can keep your bloodline, and you can pretend to be elite all you want, but at the end of the day, my revision is truly best. And Triple H drops the mic, and they exit the ring as we cut to commercial break. Wow. Kicked out of a Claymore and came back and won it, dude. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Segment nine. Got to hurry up a little bit. Uh-oh. Malachi Black's music hits. You going to do it to me again? I- <laughs> Can I get like two more minutes on yes. my timer? Okay. Yes, then y'all let it play through for a little bit. I just want to hear the first couple lines. That's fine. Malachi Black is slowly making his way out to the ring. He is still not the same Malachi Black that we're used to seeing, but he walks out to the ring. He is he is looking very concerned. He looks a little intimidated, but he doesn't know what he's going to do yet. He's going to let the music play. He's walking very slowly, very slowly. <laughs> Gets in the ring. Are we good? Okay, we're good. All right. Cut some music. (laughs) Malachi Black grabs the microphone and he says, Bray Wyatt has been a thorn in my side since the beginning of mayhem. He has physically and emotionally attacked me and the rest of House of Black to the point where I'm beginning to wonder if I'm even capable of competing with him. He has gotten in my head to the point of no return. But for the normal man, that would work. But Bray, I'm not a normal mortal man. You're in the mind of pure evil. You're in the mind of a devil. A devil that won't stop until he puts you in the ground. This began as a rescue mission for Brody and Buddy, but now it's turned into a fight for survival. But the thing is, Bray, when you trap a desperate man in the corner, he has nothing to lose and everything to gain. Bray, you've awoken the devil, and there is nothing, and there is going to be nowhere for you to run. The lights slowly start to go out. Each section continues to go out. There's no way he's actually here. All the lights are completely out. And then a spotlight appears on Malachi Black in the middle of the ring. And out of the shadow of the darkness in the ring, Buddy Matthews slowly steps forward, followed by Brody King. And then in between them, The Fiend steps forward and is standing face to face with Malachi Black. The Fiend just smiles and laughs 
and then the lights cut out. When they come back on, the Fiend and the two men are gone, and Malachi looks around, intimidated, but then a look of pure anger comes across his face as we cut, as we fade to black. Okay, so two incredible segments (laughs) in the history of sports (laughs) entertainment. We're at commentary now. Next week is the second pay-per-view ever for Mayhem. Addicted to chaos and what a stack card we have. This longtime feud comes to an end as John Moxley goes one-on-one with Adam Hangman Page in a Texas death match with Mick Foley, a special guest referee. Asuka defends the Mayhem Women's Championship against Becky Lynch in a submission match. FTR defends the Tag Team Championships against the Young Bucks. CM Punk faces the Beast Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred match. Malachi Black will face The Fiend in a last-man-standing match. Finn Balor will face Kenny Omega. And in the main event, the PBWF Mayhem World Championship is on the line as Seth Rollins defends against Brian Danielson. But now it is time for our main event of the evening. Finn Balor makes his way out to the ring, followed by Brian Danielson, and we're going to take a commercial break. I got to run through this pretty quick. Come back from commercial break. Seth Rollins makes his way out. There you go. Kenny Omega makes his way out as well. Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson are the legal men in the ring. Um, the bell rings, and Kenny and Danielson start to trade moves back and forth. Neither man can get the upper hand. Kenny goes for a V-trigger, but Danielson moves and nails Kenny with a German. Kenny rolls through and hits Danielson with a huge V-trigger. And then Kenny goes for the one-winged angel, but Danielson turns it into a reverse Rana. Kenny sells to the corner, and Danielson nails him with the running drop kick in the corner. He goes for the third drop kick, but Kenny catches him with a V-trigger in midair. Danielson rolls to the outside, but Kenny is right behind him with a tope suicida. Kenny is celebrating, but when he turns around, here comes Finn Balor with a suicide dive of his own, taking out Kenny. And when Finn turns around, here comes Seth Rollins with a corkscrew tope suicida, taking Finn out. Seth slides back in the ring, celebrating as we cut to commercial break. (laughs) Final segment, Seth and Finn are the legal men now. Seth is in complete control, taking Finn to the top rope. Seth lands the superplex, but when he goes for the Falcon Arrow, Finn reverses it into a huge backbreaker. Finn and Seth slowly crawl to make the hot tag. Danielson begins to run wild on both Kenny and Seth, hitting drop kicks in the corner. He then switches between the two men with the yes kicks. He goes for the kick, but Kenny catches it, throws it towards Seth. Seth catches it, and as he catches it, Kenny chop blocks Danielson's other leg. Seth and Kenny turn him around. But here is Finn with a double drop kick, sending Seth flying out of the ring and Kenny into the corner. Finn climbs to the top rope, goes for the coup de grace. But wait, as he comes down, the Young Bucks connect with a double super kick on him. The referee throws this one out. The bell rings. This is pure mayhem now. The Bucks and Kenny begin to beat down on Finn. But here comes Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson tries to help, but the numbers game just gets the better of him. Seth Rollins slides into the ring, laughs at Danielson. But then the Bucks hit him with a super kick. And here comes FTR. FTR makes their way down to the ring, run into the ring. And then when the Bucks start to throw hands back and forth, Finn is back on his feet and attacking Kenny Omega. Here comes uh, Adam Hangman Page, and he hits a double buckshot lariat onto FTR. This place is going crazy when we hear... Here comes John Moxley. Now remember, if him and Paige touch, this match is off and they are fired. What is going to happen? Moxley is walking to the ring with a barbed wire bat in his hand. He has had enough. Regal is standing in front of him trying to stop him. Regal is trying to stop him. They cut John Moxley's music, and the crowd are just going crazy saying, let them fight, let them fight, let them fight. William Regal looks around and says, screw it, go have fun. Moxley jumps the barricade. He cracks the bucks in the back of the barricade at the barbed wire bat. He slides into the ring and is face to face with Paige, and they just start going at it. The Bucks and FTR are fighting. Kenny and Finn, Seth and Brian, and Paige and Mox are all just fighting everywhere. The Bucks now FTR with a huge super kick. They turn around into a double drop kick from Finn Balor. Finn gets picked up from behind, gets planted with a one-winged angel. Kenny turns around and eats a running knee from Brian Danielson. Danielson turns it around into a pedigree from Seth Rollins. Paige goes for a buckshot lariat, but Seth kicks him in the gut, hits the stomp, and Seth is celebrating as the only man in the ring, but from behind rises John Moxley 
turns him around into the paradigm shift. Moxley yells at Seth and then goes right after Paige. This is complete mayhem. It's all broken down. This is all the time we have for it. Find out what's going to happen at Addicted to Chaos. Wow. You're playing time. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Okay. All right. Wow. All right. So the two mysterious video packages... I'm anxious the, for the suit, guys. The Bray, I want to know. The the Fiend and then the Lesnar, Sami Zayn, <laughs> Bischoff. Those, those four things alone are worth the price of admission. <laughs> that is true. That ending is unbelievable. <laughs> and there was some great matches in there as well. I was going to say Wardlow and Drew McIntyre. Come on, man. Yeah, he, he, he kicks out Brock of the Claymore. Lesnar, Brock Lesnar going through the stage and then coming back out. Throwing a doctor out of the thing. That, oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, that was wild. Woo! That was wild. I told you the main event's kind of a attitude era ask. Everybody hits their <laughs> finisher. <laughs> it certainly was. Yep. That's amazing, man. Okay, and that's that's not even the pay-per-view. No, that's the no, go, that's home. The go, go home. home. That's the go home. Go wow. home. Got to tune in next week for the pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I may go an hour <laughs> for the pay-per-view. <laughs> I'll try not to, but... There's a lot oh to go through. Oh my gosh! I'm I'll be kidding. honest, guys. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm, yep. That it, was amazing. It was uh, it was a lot to take in for and sure. Because like, as you guys are are calling it, I'm trying to like picture it in my head, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's massive. My favorite thing division like to do that with was the Malachi Black Fiend segment. Oh, where, like my out gosh. of the shadow, Brody and yeah, Buddy step up, dude. and then the Fiend just slowly. And then they. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, so good. I, I highly recommend. We talked about it on the podcast. A couple of weeks ago, I highly recommend going back and just listening to this again in yeah. a space where you can just like fully immerse yourself into each show individually yeah. right. and take a break and then immerse yourself into the <laughs> next show. Yeah. So much. I mean, not saying it's not good to digest this way. Right. But There's like so much going on with us specifically sitting here. Yeah. Like that. It's that helps me head. digest. What's There's a going lot going on. on. Yeah. A lot. Love it. Love it. Great stuff, guys. So for those of you people who are checking us out and hanging with us, we appreciate it. Give us some feedback at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My voice is going. Mine I know is Andy's voice is going. I know Brad's voice is going. Well, I got one thing to say, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Boom. Boom. I just never use that one, so I want to use it. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a reason to use that one. Okay, cool. cool. If I could know ahead of time, that'd be great. Anyway. <laughs> I will, I'll give you the, uh, you know, I give it to you. All right. Um, that's going to do it for our Go Home Edition. Give us some feedback at PBW Podcast. Again, make sure you're subscribed. Wherever you find your podcast, give us that five-star review. We'd appreciate it very much. Follow us on Twitter at PBW Podcast. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP. Brad is at the Brad Beal. I'm at Chris Belcher 24. Thanks for hanging out with us. On the Go Home Edition of the Bible Home Wrestling Federation, we hope you have enjoyed yourself and gotten your money's worth. We will see you at the pay-per-view next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.